From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shana Gallego with your latest news. The Public Administration and Constitutional Affairs Committee invites overseas territories, governments, parliaments and its citizens to take part in the latest UK House of Commons inquiry. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solens reports. The UK House of Commons hopes this inquiry will shed more light on the status of the UK's overseas territories in the 21st century and how the UK's relationship with OTs currently stands. While 10 of the UK's overseas territories are self-governing, the UK is responsible for their defence and foreign relations. The interaction between the OTs and the UK Parliament and government was brought to attention during the passage of the Sanctions and Money Laundering Act in 2018 where the unusual step was taken to extend the act to cover their jurisdictions. The committee is seeking evidence on how the UK Parliament and the Civil Service engages with the OTs and across different government departments, how their interests are represented in UK Parliament, and how the rights of British overseas citizens are protected. The questions House of Commons wants answers to are, do the UK's current constitutional arrangements as regards the overseas territory satisfactory and appropriate? What is the UK government's relationship with the OTs? What is the UK Parliament's relationship with the OTs? How is legislation made in the OTs and what role does the UK government and UK Parliament have in these processes? Are effective mechanisms in place for the interests of the OTs to be represented internationally? And are the rights and interests of British overseas citizens effectively protected by the current constitutional arrangements? I'm Felicia Rankin-Zollins. The committee welcomes submissions by 5 p.m. on Monday, September 4th by visiting committees.parliament.uk. Cayman's long-awaited long-term mental health facility gets a name. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller has this decision and more from Cabinet's April 12th meeting. Compared to the previous two weeks' worth of meetings, Cabinet's April 12th agenda was relatively light. With regards to lands, Cayman's leaders approved two coastal work permits, one for the construction of and one for the extension of two private residential docks, one in Georgetown, the other in Northside. They also gave the Minister for Infrastructure the green light to table a rezoning proposal in Parliament to rezone a parcel in Georgetown East from low-density residential to high-density residential. They also approved three items, the establishment of an employee performance reward program by the Maritime Authority, a government motion, and its subsequent submission to Parliament, as well as the naming of the soon-to-be-completed new mental health center as Ponciana Residential Mental Health Facility. Finally, they noted the February and March tax exemption statistics, as well as Hazard Management's 2021 annual report. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. You can find the full summary online at gov.ky. A game changer. That's what the premier is calling a new initiative with international support that will better help the country predict and prepare for a major storm. CIGTV's Donna Bush reports. A team from the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, or NOAA, and the National Weather Service out of Miami is visiting the Cayman Islands this week. While the team of storm officials are here, they announced that the Cayman Islands will have a storm surge modeling system that, after the face-to-face -face meeting, which included hazard management Cayman Islands, the local weather services, and the Ministry of Sustainability and Climate Resiliency, the meeting provided the opportunity to discuss specific risks people face during a major hurricane, especially the dangers of water and storm surge. Premier, the Honorable Wayne Panton. 
We are very grateful to be in a position after a request that we made last month to be a part of the second group that will be involved in storm surge modeling. That is going to be very, very helpful to us. The work that we did previously in getting LIDAR information, understanding exactly what our topography and bathymetry around the islands in the shallow waters look like, has been very helpful to put us in a position where we can get in that queue at such an early stage. That information is going to provide us immensely with our ability to work out how we build resiliency, how we mitigate impacts, how we deal with issues around storm evacuations, potentially being able to work out whether given a particular storm direction and strength, whether a particular hurricane shelter even could be impacted in some way. So this is going to really be a game changer for us. It's going to build our level of, of sustainability and, and our knowledge around exactly what we need to do to respond as, as best as possible to the threat of a, of a hurricane. Again, attending the meeting with staff from Hazard Management Cayman Islands, the local weather service, as well as ministry officials. That's CHTV's Donna Bush there. As part of this trip, the NOAA team has brought a Hurricane Hunter aircraft, part of a regional tour to prepare people for the upcoming hurricane season that starts on June 1st. U.S. Force Lieutenant Colonel Stephen Batuch. It's what we call the chat, where we fly around to a lot of the islands and areas directly impacted by hurricanes on a much more regular basis and we create awareness for what's actually taking place from the plane and how it relates to the National Hurricane Center and how the data is relayed to the individual weather stations on the islands and or land masses. While here, they also showcased the Hurricane Hunter to a number of public and private school groups. The opposition wants some answers and is planning to bring more than a dozen questions to packed ministers when Parliament meets next week. Deputy Leader of the Opposition, Joey Hugh. We have uh, at the moment, I think, about 14 parliamentary questions so far. They range um, from education, a response to educational institutions that receive a weak inspection judgment and, and what have been the results mm-hmm. of that. Tell the House how many teacher assistants were employed and working in classrooms in the government schools by the end of the, the last school term. Asking the Honourable Minister to inform the House whether she intends to make any changes in the governance arrangements for Cayman Public Schools. Speaking on Radio Cayman's For the Record, Leader of the Opposition, the Honourable Roy McTaggart says his questions will cover updates with the Regen Project to address the issues at the Georgetown landfill. And then the second concerns the um, tourism strategy that the Minister for Tourism had commissioned in September 2022 that he announced would be taking place. Uh, Six months later, we haven't seen or heard anything with regard to whether the strategy has been completed and accepted by the cabinet. Well, mm-hmm. what, you know, just looking for more information. Mr. Hugh also has four questions, the first relating to the management at the Georgetown landfill, as well as one for the Minister of Planning. What is the process for determining how applications for affordable homes are handled? And B, what are the number of National Housing Development Trust affordable homes currently available in each district? And C, the number of NHDT affordable homes currently under construction or planned in each district for completion over the next two years. His other two questions relate to the Development Bank's mortgage scheme announced last June, as well as undersea telecom cables. Parliament is set to resume on April 26th, first dealing with government's strategic policy statement. 
A 26-year-old man of Georgetown was arrested on Tuesday and has been formally charged with possession of an imitation firearm with intent to cause harassment, alarm, or distress. This in relation to an incident back in March at the intersection of Eastern Avenue and Shedden Road, Georgetown, where it was reported that a man fired a shot at another man. He appeared in court Wednesday and was granted bail with strict conditions pending a further appearance on May 16th. And as summer approaches and temperatures climb, there are some things you can do to help keep that utility bill from skyrocketing. Radio Cayman's April Cummings has more. The Ministry of Sustainability and Climate Resiliency is empowering you to reduce your energy consumption with a DIY energy audit. Part of the energy audit, what it helps you do is go through your home and really assess room by room where are you perhaps using the most energy and what changes can you make in those rooms that will make the most difference. Hannah Reed is the communications manager at the ministry. She says Cayman residents who complete a DIY energy audit of their home or business by the 31st of May can also enter to win a prize like a $5,000 home gas gift certificate or gift certificates to Cooling Pros, Foam Pros, Costuless, and Fosters. Ministry Chief Officer Jennifer O'Hearn says one of the cool things about the audit is the fact it is something you can do yourself. It's very clear step by step. It's, there's a little checklist of things that you can walk through your house and check on. And it's, and it's really helpful because it's just a reminder of some things that you know you should be doing. If you're already doing them, it's a very positive affirmation to be able to say, yes, I am <laughs> doing these things. And then there's also some little tips and tricks as well that you know you might not have been aware of. That And it's the little things that can make, they can add up to a big difference in terms of your energy consumption and reducing it. Which can also have a positive impact on your utility bill. Another cool aspect of the program? We also have a kids energy superhero energy guide to help them learn more about some habits, what energy is, some habits they can include in their in their daily routines, and then also a, a resident energy saving habits guide as well. Whether it's turning off the lights when you leave a room, unplugging items that aren't in use, or just turning off the faucet when you brush your teeth, the goal is to make conserving energy a part of our everyday lives. April Cummings, Radio Cayman News. You can find the audit and more details at energy.gov.ky. That is your latest local news. From Radio Cayman's newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallego.